Thank you for checking out our podcast today. We hope that the teaching you're about to hear will inspire you and motivate you on your incredible journey in becoming a better you. So please turn your attention to today's message. All right, Ephesians chapter 3, verses 16 through 20, uh, 21. We are speaking of I'm loved. Can you someone say that real quick? I'm loved. Tell the person I see you, I'm loved. Come on, I'm loved. Look behind you. Tell the person behind you, I'm loved. I'm loved. I'm loved. I'm loved. I want you to listen to what the Apostle Paul wrote in the letter to the Ephesian church. He said, I pray that from his glorious, come on, you can read with me, unlimited his resources are what? Unlimited. His resources are what? Unlimited. All right. I pray that from his glorious unlimited resources, he will empower you with inner With what? Inner strength. Through his spirit. Continue. Then Christ will make his home. Where? In your heart. Where? In your, heart. In your building. In your, your church building. Your Where does he make his home? Where does he make his home? Come on, where does he make his home? Very important that you understand that. As you trust him. Continue. Your roots will your roots will grow. Are you following that? And keep you strong. You need some strength? You need some strength? You need some strength? I'm telling you, it's a heart issue. I'm telling you right now, it's a heart issue. Keep going. And may you have the power, the power to understand. all God's, as all God's people. So listen, this is something that all of God's people should understand. This, this is something. Luis, you should know this. Patty, you should know this. Kami, you should know this. Uh, Ariana, you should know this. The Coopers, you should know this. And on and on and on and on and on. You should know what? What should you know? How wide? How wide? How long? How high? How deep? Continue. May you experience the love of Christ, though it is, though it is, it is too. Fully. Go ahead. Then you will be made complete with all the fullness of life and power that comes from God. Continue. Now all glory to God who is able through his mighty power at work within us to accomplish infinitely more than we might ask or think. Glory to him in the church and in Christ Jesus through all generations forever and ever and ever. Amen. Glory to him in the in the in the in Christ Jesus. Now you have to understand the work of Christ so that you can understand why his love is vital in this time, for this time. 
by way of his church. A few things I want us to understand about our heavenly father. Number one, I want us to understand first and foremost that Paul tells us right from the start that God's love is too great to understand fully. Is everybody getting that? It's too great to understand fully. Now, I say this because this should release you of trying to figure out God and his love. In addition, this should help us to be warned of anyone who claims that they have figured out the magnitude of God's love because of a title or a degree. I don't care what degree you have. I don't care what your title is. I don't care what ministry you come from. I don't care who ordained you. I don't, listen, Paul said his love, his love, his love, can't understand it fully. Can't understand it fully. Somebody say that's deep. That's deep. Number two, the love that is being described here in this verse isn't your love. It isn't my love that it's describing. The love that is being described here is God's love. Somebody say God's love. love. See, God's love isn't human love. It is God love. Say God love. And Paul told his church that it, God's love, is too great to understand fully. It's just too great. Now, the reason that this is important for us to understand as a principle, and by principle, I'm talking about a foundational block, is because our entire faith hinges on this truth. If this isn't true, then everything else that follows crumbles. Everything hinges on this truth about our Heavenly Father's love. And in times past, we made the basis of Christianity a matter of heaven and a matter of hell. Heaven and hell, one could say, are but byproducts of our Heavenly Father's love. But but they're not the foundations of the gospel. Somebody say the good news. The good news, or in other words, the gospel, isn't about heaven. What? Que que? Yes. The gospel, the good news of Christ, isn't about heaven. The gospel and the good news of Jesus Christ isn't about hell. The good news of Jesus Christ is about God's love for humanity by way of his son, Jesus. That is the gospel of Jesus Christ. Good. Seven people believe that. Seven people believe that. Eight. Eight. Okay, good. (laughs) When God loves us, he doesn't give you his feeling of love. Nor does he give you his emotion of love. Now, this isn't because he doesn't have a feeling of love to give. And this isn't because he doesn't have an emotion of love to give. But it's simply because God is love. So it takes Holy Spirit power. Somebody say Holy Spirit power. It takes Holy Spirit power to understand the love that God is. Not the love that he gives, but the love that God is. I'm going to pause for dramatic for the picture. 
You guys ever see those pictures and, and websites of other churches with their pastors? They're like. <laughs> oh my goodness. I'm just, uh, it's just one of those things. Anyway. But last Sunday we were talking about God loving us by way of his Holy Spirit. And that by loving us by way of his Holy Spirit, it is by way of his Holy Spirit that he fills our heart with his love. That in order for us to fill our hearts with his love, what do we need to do? What do we need to do? What do we, oh, you guys are great, great, great students. What do we need to do in order to fill our hearts with his love? What do we need to do? Huh? Huh? ourselves of all the junk that's in there so you can remember that I said where's Chris you should have known this because I, I went to Chris I just told him like, why didn't you tell him you just told him that Chris she was giving you permission to speak bro in order for us to fill something with something we must empty what we want to fill of that so that we can fill it with something Oh, say it again, Pastor. No. <laughs> but listen. I ain't gonna say it again because that was a riddle. It was a tongue. No, but, but but in all seriousness, in all seriousness, so we, we talked about the Holy Spirit's role and, and the Holy Spirit filling our hearts, but in order for it for our hearts to be filled, then it needs to be empty. That means that our role is to make sure that we're pouring out and emptying our hearts of all of the garbage, of all of that junk, so that the Holy Spirit can do its work. According to Ephesians chapter 3, 16, 21, we read this. We read that God's love is how wide? That, that God's love is how long? That God's love is how high? That God's love is how deep? What Paul is telling his church and he's telling us is that the love God is, is immeasurable by human standards. You can't measure it with our measurement. It's too large, it's too extensive, too extreme to try to calculate. Um, Pablo was an engineer. Rebecca's an engineer. I got a couple of engineers here. I don't care how smart you are, you can't figure out God's love. You can't measure it. Try it. You're going to fail. I got cocky there for a second, Paul. You saw that? <laughs> Paul, writing about this measurement of God's love, he then says out of Ephesians chapter 3, verse 20, Now all the glory to God who is able through his mighty power at work, his where's this work happening? At the church building, Within church us. Sunday, in, in the prayer on Wednesdays, Within Bible us. study. Within Where is this work happening? Within us. Within us. To accomplish infinitely more than we might ask or think. So the best way to describe the love of God is that it is infinitely more. Somebody say infinitely more. Infinitely it's more. infinitely more than we think and infinitely more than what we may ask. That's just love for us. That's just love for you. Your, your mom can't love you that much. Your father can't love you that much. Your auntie can't love you that much. 
your, your husband can't love you that much. Crystal, he, he can't love you that much. It's infinitely more. Wow. You hear that? It's more. You might be saying to yourself, well, wait a minute. I, I still don't understand this. I'm still, I still can't grasp this. And, and the reason that this is vital is because many people live their walk as a Christian in a journey of avoiding hell, in a journey of avoiding sin. So that's how they live their life. Why, this is a sin. Oh, that's a sin. Well, this will get me to hell. Well, that's going to get me there. And that's how they live their lives as Christians. When you live your walk as a believer, knowing his love for you, you have no doubts about hell and you have certainty of heaven. That's, a be- that's beautiful. So this is, this is why you need to wrap your head around his love. His love. His love is a power. It is an inner strength when you know how he loves us. Romans chapter 8, 38, 39 says, Let's read this together. And I'm... What does that sound like to you? When somebody says, I'm convinced. You, you can't knock me from this. You can't shake me. I will not waver from this truth. I am convinced that... That... Come on, that... That... Bishop Will, what is Nothing. 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 Pablo, nothing. Marco, nothing. What is it? Zip, Zip, nothing. Zelch, nothing. Luis, nada. Nada. Uh, Paul, Pablo. The absence of something. Man. Church here. Hallelujah. Okay. I am convinced that nothing can ever this is liberating for some of us some of us that are dealing with baggage with garbage from family from relationship listen and uncertainty of who you are and your identity nothing nothing can ever separate us from You may be separated from mom's love. You may be separated from dad's love. You may be separated from your husband's love. You may be separated from your wife's love. But nothing will ever separate you from God's love. That is good news. That is good news. Next. Neither death nor life. Neither angels nor demons. Either or what our fears for today nor our worries about tomorrow. Come on, somebody take that in for a moment. Somebody just take it in. Come on, let's keep going. Not even the not even the not even the what? Everybody worried about demons and spirits and witches and goblins and vampires and someone's gonna get me, Pastor. Like seriously, nothing, nothing can touch you. Do you understand? Not there's no power of hell can separate us from God's love. 
she's a witch. That's witchcraft. Illuminati. Uh, I mean, you name it. Name, so you name it. Go through it. People have all of these weird, don't do that, don't watch that, don't eat that, don't look at that, don't wear that color, stay away. Stop it. Be convinced, as Paul was convinced about his love above all things. That nothing can separate us. Is there more? No power. Listen, no power above, nor in the Indeed, nothing in all creation will ever be able to separate us from the love of God. That it is, that is what? Revealed. That is what? Revealed. In Christ Jesus. Oh, man, we're going to get to this. Mm. Oh, Jess, Jess was singing that line. Um, where's Jess? Yes. Somebody was on TikTok and I had her I had her on TikTok and I'm inspired. TikTok is mean, people. Live live TikTok is mean. Somebody said, what is Ellen screaming about? That was mean, right? That's 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 TikTok. TikTok can do that for you. But listen, we are to be light in darkness, so we got to go to darkness. And I was like, I love you. That was pretty funny. <laughs> but what was the last line? What was that? Li- what was that line in that song that you were just singing? Uh, huh? All I did was praise. Go ahead. All I did was worship. No, the other part about the pieces, the heart. When I thought I lost me, stand up, stand up, say that part. Because somebody need. listen, we don't just sing songs, and, and this gets me mad, because we just don't sing, we just don't sing songs, because we're trying to, you know, fluff up the, the time here. We want you to sing these songs, so that in your darkest moments, you can speak these things, you can, you can sing these songs. Uh, uh, um, Ellen, I mean. <laughs> We got two others. All right, go ahead. Hold on, switch. Sit down. What was it? Is it twins? Oh. Okay. All right. I'm sorry. Go ahead. song and listen to it alone I want the I want the men I want the men to sing that I don't care how you sing where you sing I love what David was saying David said that while 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 he was at work that he took a moment and he paused to worship and guys I live with David I hear how he sing it's not good but <laughs> but it's worship and it may not be good to me but it's everything to God and God says oh sing my son sing sing so sing those words. See, God's love is revealed. Somebody say revealed. And it is revealed to humanity in the personhood of Jesus. 
Now you got to get this because this is where things get freaky. Remember, God is not man. God is not human. God is infinite. He is eternal and he is sovereign. We are in his image, but God is not in ours. And you always have to understand this about God. All right. So the word revealed means to make something known to humans by divine or supernatural means. Jesus, Jesus is the very love of God from heaven here on earth. When Jesus was on earth, God's heartbeat was beating here on earth. Let me say that again. When Jesus was on earth, his heartbeat was beating here on earth. See, the more you know Jesus, the more you understand the love of God. The more you know Jesus, the more you can freely worship and praise without worrying about who's looking at you. There were some people that were worshiping him. Like you just didn't know what to do. And man, do it unabashed. Not embarrassed. You just don't care. And sing. Because it's about his love. See, if you, you want to feel God's love, then you have to touch Jesus. If, if you want to see God's love, then you have to see Jesus. Jesus is the embodiment, the embodiment of, of God's love here on earth. Now, if Jesus is no longer here because he left, he said that he would do what? He would what? Send a comforter. And where does that comforter, where does he abide? Where does he reside? In us. So if he leaves and Jesus is the embodiment of God's love, then what does that make us? We are the vessels, the recipients of this love here on earth. That's why his church is vital. That's why his church is important. But it comes from a place of love. When Jesus walked on water, he walked on water because the heartbeat of our Father's love is unsinkable. Jesus was raised from the dead because our Father's love cannot be extinguished by the grave. See, Jesus opened the eyes of the blind because there is no darkness that our Father's love can't bring light into. And Jesus opened the mouth of the mute to speak because our Father's love can never be silenced. Jesus caused the lame to walk because our Father's love cannot be stopped. Somebody said that's good news. Jesus' love, our Father's love by way of Jesus in our hearts, it's a power, it's a strength. You know that Jesus caused the deaf to hear because the voice of our Father's love can never be silenced. Jesus healed the sick. He freed the demon possessed because our Father's love is a bondage and a breakthrough power. If there is some bondage in your life, you know what you need? You don't need church. You need love. Did you hear that? That's what you need. 
Well, let me go get some oil so I can pour it over his forehead and I can just rebuke the demon out of him. Give him love. God's love breaks all bondage, all yokes. That's the hardest thing for us to give is love. Bible says about Jesus in Philippians chapter 2 verses 9 and 10 that God elevated him to the place of highest honor and he gave him the name above all other names that at the name of Jesus some knees some knees some of them every knee should bow in heaven and where on earth and if that's not enough under earth do you know the might of that love that abides in you do you know who you are do you know what you are do you know what you possess this is the love of our heavenly father Jesus is God's love in us and Jesus said it is advantageous for me to go Because if I don't go, I can't send you the comforter, the advocate. So it is advantageous. Ephesians chapter 3, 17 through 18. Christ will then what? He'll what? Where? In the building. Where? In your heart. In your heart. But he does it as you trust in him. The more you trust, the more real estate he takes. He says that your roots will grow down into God's love and keep you, keep you, keep you. What do you need? More prayer, more fasting? No, you need more love. Oh no, we're fasting, we're praying, we're we're that's all wonderful, that's all good. I'm not saying not to do those things, but I'm telling you, get yourself some love, watch how strong you get. He said, and may you have the power to understand. It takes power, Holy Spirit, power to understand. As all God's people should, how wide, how how long, how high, how deep is his love? Christ makes his home in our hearts, but he does so based on our trust in him. The more you trust, the deeper your roots grow, and they grow into his heart. Man, do you want to know the do you want to know the heart of God? Trust him more. Many people trust Jesus only to attend a church service. Many people trust Jesus enough to be able to sing songs. Many people only trust enough to say prayers. And and, and they can commit to practical observances of of religious and, and, and Christian ceremonies. But they cannot and will not trust him enough to make their hearts a permanent Residence for Jesus. So this is why they have to go every week to have an experience to go to the altar and pray, repent, ask for forgiveness, and then they have to do it again every week, every week, and that's how they live their lives. They have no trust. I, I, what was the last time I spoke to you this week? This week. When was the last time we spoke? 
Thursday. Okay. That was the last time I spoke to him. Before that, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> but, but listen, do I love you? Do you doubt that? And 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 do I do I have to call you on Monday? Hey Adrian, I love you. Tuesday, hey Adrian, I love you. Hey, I love. Listen, listen. All he has to do is open his mouth. Love is there. All he has to do is pick up the phone. Love is there. All he has to do is show up. Love is there. Love is never severed because of anything that he can ever do, ever. And the Bible says that if I am evil and I know how to give good, how much more the Father in heaven? So I tell you, when you give your life over to Jesus, you're not coming into a faith and you're not coming into this religious organization. You are being adopted as a child. You are a son. You are a daughter. Jesus in our lives, many of us, is just a casual guest, but he's not Lord. He has no lordship. And that's a reference. Lordship is a reference to ownership. Is Jesus the master in your life? Have you, have, can you say with conviction that I've turned my life over so that he may be the owner? See, this trust in Jesus is demonstrated by the capacity of growing deep roots. Somebody say deep roots. Deep roots. These are deep roots that reach the depth of God's love, the depth of God's heart. See, the love of God isn't felt. According to the Bible, God's love is reached. That's why it grow, you grow deep roots while you're trying to reach it. I'm not trying to feel it. I'm trying to reach it. Thank you again for checking out our podcast. If you would like to find information about who we are or how to donate so that we can keep doing what we're doing, please check us out at www.scarletnotes.org. See you next time.